0: LOCKED ON PODCAST NETWORK PRESENTS LOCKED ON SPORTS TODAY
1: hail hail the victors once again national champions jim harbaugh and michigan get their first since 1997 in the pac-12 they go out with a whimper also the nfl coaching carousel went crazy on another harrowing black monday i'm peter Bukowski. starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports you're locked on sports today
2: Searching all
1: major sports.
0: Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. It's a season that will be remembered for its controversy, for its polarizing nature in Ann Arbor. It will also now be remembered as the year. Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan Wolverine program won a national title. It's first since 1997. They beat down Washington 34 to 13 in a game that they controlled from the very outset. Craig Sheeman from locked on big 10 joins me now. And Craig uh, almost 200 yards of rushing in the first quarter uh, set the tone a little bit. I would say Uh, what was the key in this
3: one? It was just that um, Michigan started out doing what I thought they would do. I didn't know it would be to that extent. I mean, look, Washington's weakness is its rush defense, and there was going to be plenty of Blake Coram. What I didn't expect was the Donovan Edwards, who kind of honestly had a down year this year. Uh, Blake Corm mm-hmm. scored all the touchdowns. Donovan Edwards was just uh, busting it all over the place. Um, I will give um, Washington credit for you know getting back in it, but Michael Penix is the most accurate passer in college football. He has the most uh, 20-plus-yard pass plays in the country this year, and he was overthrowing everybody. I think the Michigan defensive line, I think they only sacked him once, if I remember, maybe twice. But they kind of made him throw, I think, a half second early each time. He was a little bit uncomfortable all night. And I think those two things were the key, Michigan's ability to run the ball, and uh, and just make Penix just a hair uncomfortable with those long passes and those incredible wide receivers that he has. At a time when the, the game is spreading out and,
1: and it's getting more like basketball on grass, uh, Michigan does not play that way. They play a kind of old-school ground and pound. We saw it in this game. And they can be explosive even doing that. But you win a national title in this day and age, going 10 of 18 for 140 with your quarterback. You're You're really doing something here. Is there, and you're the perfect person for this because you're our Big Ten host, is there a little bit of sort of Big Ten football vindication
3: here, do you think? Um, you know, what I think it does, I think it says more about the Pac-12. Because, right, the hmm. argument is, okay, the Big Ten, got to be physical, you got to grind. The top four teams in the country defensively are Big Ten teams and six of the top 20 in scoring defense. And then you see the PAC 12 have its best year all that I could ever remember. And it's a shame that they're, you know, folding, if you will. Um, they've had all these exciting quarterbacks. They've had all these teams that score offense. They aren't really known for the defense. So I was really curious how this matchup was going to work. Um, I gave I'm on record on a plenty, plenty other places. And on my podcast, I thought Michigan would win in the low thirties. And I thought, washington would score in the high 20s i thought that was going to be the game michigan did its part but washington did not jesse Miner had a perfect defense dialed up to handle all those uh those receivers and they didn't really get toasted all night um only three times this year did teams score more than 20 on michigan mm. and i thought that washington had the best offense that they had faced all year so i thought uh they would get above the 24 point mark uh, maybe into the high 20s they didn't and all the credit in the world to Michigan's defense. And so I have to wonder a little bit about, uh, as great as the PAC 12 was this year, how great was it in relation to the big 10, but hey, the big Ten's glad to have those four new schools coming. I, October 5th, mark it down. That's the rematch, the Huskies and yeah. the Wolverines at Husky stadium. And I can't wait for it. Yeah. Usually we, we have to have a, to
1: get a rematch. You need like, two sec schools in there to, to have a situation like this but because realignment is what it is weird things happen this way uh craig i can't not ask you about the future of jim harbaugh how do you think winning the
3: national title affects his future in ann arbor i've had a good feeling i think he's gone no matter what but i think winning definitely checks that box remember you know he wanted to bring His alma mater, a place that he loved, back to prominence. They were really getting kicked around for a while back in the day. He gets them back to three uh, playoffs in a row, wins the championship, checks that box. I do believe he wants to win a Super Bowl like his brother. And, you know, there's that narrative out there that college coaches can't coach in the NFL. Well, he's already had some success in the NFL. Yeah, And if he could say, all right, I've won a title at college. And I'm going to win a Super Bowl. I think that checks the box. He's 60 years old. Now would be the time to do it. I, I thought win or lose, he's gone. But I d- definitely win. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something this week that he's the head coach of the Chargers or something like that. I could be wrong. I could be way wrong. Look, I thought that Minnesota was going to offer him the job last year, and they didn't want it. They went in a different direction. And so um, you never know what's going to happen with these things. But my gut feeling is I think he's gone. I'm sad he's gone. He's great for the Big Ten. He's great for Michigan. He's great for college football. He's great for Locked On Big Ten, believe me. Uh, I'm going to be sad to see him go.
1: Well, a big glass of milk for Coach Harbaugh tonight and a national title in his trophy case, Craig. Thank you. No doubt. appreciate it. Stay up to date all year on the Big Ten Conference by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Big Ten on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports Today your first listen. Coming up, Washington gave everything they had but came up, well, short. Where do the Huskies go from here as they head to the Big Ten? The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets whether you win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The biggest point spread for wildcard weekend belongs to the Bills and Steelers FanDuel. thinks Buffalo's going to run away with this one. The Bills, 10-point favorites over the Steelers. You can also combine bets for bigger payouts. Same-game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com and do the NFL season right FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Pac-12 put together one of its finest seasons in what is essentially going to be its swan song, but they go out with a bit of a whimper in the national title game. They made it They made it a game in the second quarter, and then in the second half, Michigan pulled away to win their first national title since 1997. Roman Tomashaw from Locked on Huskies joins me now. And, and, and Roman, uh, you were there in the building, and I, this will be a memorable season for Washington fans for a lot of reasons. How do you think this year will ultimately go down in the annals? As it is the last in the Pac 12.
0: Ah, oh, well, it'll be a let's let's start there because it'll be a very memorable Pac 12 season for sure. As we look back over the top 10 now, the AP top 10. Uh, a headline by Washington, the Pac 12 had three teams in there. We look at Oregon, we look at Arizona making yep. their way in there. So it, it the Pac 12 really did find a way to go out with a bang, which is the most that you could ask for. And just when, when you talk about it from a Washington perspective to see everything that all these players fought through to get to this point. Of course, it didn't end the way that anybody wanted it to. But the fact that they were able to say that they went 14-1, and one, got to this point, got to the national championship. After this, uh, uh, of course, a couple, couple different guys, right? Michael still Dylan Johnson being two of the biggest ones. This Basically, the same exact roster went four and eight two years ago. And it's just so incredible to see what Kalen DeBoer has done for this team. And, you know, of course, assuming he signs his contract extension here in the coming weeks, what he can do with this program for, for as, as long as he wants to be here to, to be honest. Yeah. The program piece of that is,
1: is interesting too, because now they make their move. We're going to see this game again in, you know, what, nine months, um, because th- this is going to be a regular season game next year. But It it does feel like, to me, the success of someone like Roma Dunze or Michael Penix could be just as important in the NFL, I mean, could be just as important to the next step with this program as this game was. Or maybe it is just a continuation of that rise.
0: No, absolutely. So it's uh, one one of the nice things is after the first couple of years of, you know, not necessarily having the best recruiting classes or something uh, today, Washington got a a commitment from the top in state player in the class of 2025, four star linebacker Zadrius Rainey Sale, who's top 100 kid nationally just a super talented linebacker, and it all felt like what Kalen DeBoer and his program was, was building towards was this 2025 class, and getting Rainy Sale was a really great way to start that off. And of course, you talk about Michael Penix, you talk about Roma Dunze. We see some really talented younger guys in the room right now. We talk about uh, quarterback Austin Mack, who probably isn't going to have the job in 2024 with transfer Will Rogers coming in. But there's so much talent on this roster. I really like this most recent recruiting class that the Huskies have got, have brought in. So it, it all feels like that this is the start of something greater in, in the Caelan DeBoer era.
1: This clash of styles, it seems to me, is going to be interesting here moving forward because the Pac-12, you know, there's this reputation that they don't play the same sort of brand of smash mouth football that the Big Ten plays. And, and we had Craig Sheman on from Locked On Big Ten and he was saying... Well, it's really more about defense that that the best defenses right. have been in the Big 10. So, is there you think going to have to be a change does this game help signal hey, there's going to have to be some change in style to compete in a different conference?
0: So, not necessarily, where I think that Michigan they have a fantastic team, but that's yeah. that's just that, that, that has to be the, the first and foremost thing here. Where Washington just never found a way to click. Talk, Dylan Johnson sprained his ankle on, on Washington's first play from scrimmage tonight. So that, you know, because Washington showed at a lot of points this year that when they wanted to run the ball effectively, they could. Dylan Johnson really struggled tonight after, because he was already dealing with a foot injury, dealing with a knee injury as well. And then he says, yeah, the one thing that was working was my left ankle. And then I suffer a high ankle sprain on the first play. So mm. they've shown that they can, because this, this offensive line won the Joe Moore Award. They they can Kalen DeBo- and that's one of the things about Kalen DeBoer and his staff. If they've shown the ability to adapt and the ability to find a way that no matter what the way the game has gone, to find a way to win. This is they've suffered three losses. This is far and away the worst one. The other two were one possession games on the road and in, in tough and tough scenarios. But now it's it's just about finding a way to get back because they they so they overcame a lot to get to this point. And it's it's about building for the future now, and there seems to be a lot that they can do in terms of building the roster. And Kalen DeBoer talked about that in his most recent signing the presser as well.
1: It is the end of something for the Pac-12, but it feels like the beginning of something for Washington. Roman, appreciate the time. Stay up to date all year on the Washington Huskies by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Huskies on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, there were plenty of coaching jobs that came open in the NFL yesterday. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the realities of real life, but let's talk about preparing for tough situations for a minute. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical. life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis or Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case. A pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and many others. Stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use order code LOCKEDON to get $20 off Your first order. It was Black Monday again in the NFL. Every year, we see coaches, a slew of them usually, lose their jobs in a tough day to be an NFL coach. It is something that starts earlier and earlier, apparently, because Arthur Smith was fired under the cover of Midnight Darkness last night. Locked on Falcons
2: host Aaron Freeman has more. Well, obviously they're going to have to find a new head coach, but at the same time, they're going to have to get a new quarterback. That's going to be the big topic of conversation. Now it's going to be someone else's choice for a quarterback. And I think that was a big reason that led to the dismissal of Arthur Smith with his choices of quarterback, starting with Matt Ryan, then Marcus Mariota, then Desmond Ritter, then Taylor Heineke. And it felt like even though they were not necessarily the sort of plan A's for the Atlanta Falcons, Given the struggles of all of those quarterbacks here in Atlanta, it didn't feel like Arthur Smith, quote unquote, deserved another uh, chance to find a fifth quarterback in four years. And I think that's going to be sort of the big question for any of the impending hires is what is your plan for the Atlanta Falcons at quarterback?
1: The Washington commanders decided Ron Rivera was not their guy as locked on commanders host, David Harrison looks at the replacement candidates. Number
2: one, Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. Number two, Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Number three, Detroit Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. And before anybody gets offended that I might've put your guy, number three, or your guy, number two, or maybe your guy's not in my top three. This list is all good. Like bottom line, the entire list is good. Nobody on this list. Like I'm not putting, I'm not thumbing my nose up uh, at anybody on this list. I don't even know if that's a saying, but there's not a there's not a name on this list I look at and I just go that's gross um so it's just it's so I, in reality
1: I like all of them it's just who I like the most the new york giants are in the market for a defensive coordinator after wink martindale stepped down knocked on giants host patricia Trana details the change
4: there came a report initiated by I believe it was Charlotte Carroll of the athletic who reported that Drew Wilkins the outside linebacker's coach and his brother Kevin Wilkins who is a giants defensive assistant Both of them were relieved of their duties. Now, why is this important? Because the Wilkins brothers were handpicked by Wink Martindale to join the Giants staff. They had been with him in Baltimore when Wink was the defensive coordinator down there. They were tight, the three of them. You know, they were on the same page. It was like each guy could finish the other guy's sentence. That's how tight they were. So what was kind of interesting here with this whole thing is is the second that word got out that those brothers had been fired, I thought to myself, okay, probably just a matter of time before Wink resigns, because I kind of saw it as a power play here.
1: And the Panthers decided firing the head coach wasn't enough. Carolina fired general manager Scott Fitterer as well. Locked on Panthers host Julian Council looks at why during his three-year tenure as a Panthers general manager. The team is 14
5: and 37. I've talked about since doing this show, which was the beginning of the 2021 season. Now, really, March 2021, but really, the first season fully I covered was 2021, and the Panthers have only had 14 opportunities for me to come up here and have a live show breaking down a Carolina Panthers win, and Scott Bitterer has been the general manager throughout that entire time. Bitterer did not have roster control until this season, which is important to understand when breaking down is firing. Matt Rule had the final say with the 53 in 2021 and in 2022, but there's so many things that went wrong with the roster, which is Federer's job as a general manager and as someone who spent 20 years as a scout in the NFL, as a talent evaluator, to have a roster that looks as bad as the Carolina Panthers roster looked during his 2023 season, being the worst team, in the NFL, the first two and 2-15 team ever, as this was a third season of a 17-game schedule, that is unacceptable for someone to have the background of Scott fitter, having been a scout for those 20 years in the NFL before coming to Carolina to be
1: the Carolina Panthers general manager. And a couple of NBA stars got hurt on Monday. Tyrese Halliburton is having his hamstring looked at, and John ja Morant is having season-ending shoulder surgery. Halliburton left the Pacers 133-131 win over the Celtics in the second quarter with a hamstring strain. He will have an MRI today to ascertain the severity. Meanwhile, Morant suffered a subluxation of his right shoulder during a training session on Saturday. He missed Sunday's road win over the Phoenix Suns, and an MRI revealed an underlying labral tear that will require surgery. His season is over barely before it's begun. And finally, Tiger Woods and Nike are donezo. From the moment Tiger Woods turned pro in August of 1996, he was decked in Nike swooshes from head to toe. For 27 years, no one has been more synonymous with a brand, except maybe Michael Jordan, than Woods and Nike. The company released a statement saying, you challenged the entire institution of golf. You challenged us and most of all yourself. And for that challenge, we're grateful. No word yet on if Woods will still wear red on Sundays. I'm guessing he will. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, will the Pacers be able to overcome the loss of Tyrese Halliburton if it is for an extended period of time? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.